Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another segment of Complete Wellness with Cindy, the Busy Woman's Cheerleader. This is the channel where women from all walks of life can stop by, get tools and resources to help them thrive 360 in mind, body, spirit, and finances. I invite you to stay connected, subscribe to this channel, and visit me online at thecindyrand.com. Now for today's segment. Hello, good people, and welcome to another segment of Complete Wellness with Cindy, the Busy Woman's Cheerleader. I'm so super excited today to be before you as usual. But first, let's just do a little housekeeping. Our power quote of today is, your body is your most priceless possession. Take care of it. And that comes from Jack LaLanne. Now, without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you and welcome to the show, Joyce Dales. She is the CEO of Buzzagogo and the maker of Cold Be Gone Nasal Swab Remedy. Now, this is my buddy because she's holistic and natural remedies lady. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here so we can talk about everything that we're both obsessed with. Yes, this is wonderful. I was so super excited. Um, a lot of times, you know, you get different pieces of information and you try to patch it together. And I was so excited um, whenever we spoke because I said, this is just completely down my lane. Um, the listeners that we have, a lot of, you know, holistic or they're trying to start a wellness journey. So let's start off. You tell us a little bit about you, you know, how you got started, what your background is, and we'll go from there. Okay. Well, I started out as a school teacher. I was just a high school teacher when I met my husband and about four years um, at the beginning of our marriage, we were dealing a lot with my father who was sick. Um, he was the first time I had a loved one deemed immunocompromised from his chemotherapy. And uh, he was a veteran from the Korean War and he had been a pipe fitter. And so he was exposed to asbestos in the Korean War. And then, you know, 40 years later, 50 years later, that manifests with some very rare cancers. So the beginning of our marriage was very much about that. And then after he passed away, although he had a very successful 10-year battle, lived a lot of life in those 10 years, so I like to think of it that way, um, we decided after he passed away that it was time to focus on building our family because now that was behind us. And we decided to build our family through international adoption, and we opened files with China and Vietnam. And our first little girl to come home was from Vietnam, and in the middle of her adoption, we got a phone call that she was very, very sick. And she needed emergency open heart surgery because of uh, there's generations of kids there who have congenital heart defects and other problems due to Agent Orange because they're still farming the soil. So that was the second time a loved one of mine was deemed immunocompromised. And that is kind of how I landed on the path that I'm on today. So we brought her home. She had her open heart surgery and today she's a healthy, I'll just put all the mom's minds at ease. Like right now, she's a healthy 15 year old. She's only making me crazy and that she's driving now. So <laughs> yeah, she's great. She's athletic. She's perfect. She just had her, um, what they call a, a fully grown echocardiogram. So for girls post puberty, um, the internal organs are done growing. And so the doctor came out and said that if she hadn't seen the scar in her chest, looking at her heart, she would not have known this child had a full pulmonary graft. So yeah. perfect. She's done. But back then it was terrifying because here I am a new mom. I've been handed a one-year-old and she's just had open heart surgery. And they're telling me that every sneeze and sniffle is a direct threat to our lives. And it was a very wow. scary time. Yeah. So I yeah. kind of lived in that headspace that we've all been living in in COVID for the last two years. Um, 
you know? Yeah. So it was just really scary. Like I didn't like feeling that afraid all the time. Like none of us have enjoyed feeling afraid. Um, yeah. So I decided that I was going to solve that problem by learning everything I could about how we get sick, how to not get sick. And basically what I learned was that it's pretty straightforward stuff that is very, very well understood. And it all centers around the nose. And I grew up, yeah. And I grew up in rural Maine. I grew up in my Grammy's house. She was the kind of lady who believed dandelion wine was the cure for everything and she grew all her own vegetables we had an actual root cellar in the basement and so natural remedies have always made sense to me when I cannot find a solution so that's how I started the company I started mixing it up in mason jars in my refrigerator and telling everyone I knew hey stick this up your nose and the feedback I was getting was fantastic like I would give it to all the teachers at the local elementary school and then they would give me their opinions you know, because teachers, we get, we, I used to get sick every month. And, right, right. Yeah. And so, and that's how I, I thought I was just going to like sell it out of at like farmer's markets, but it okay. turned out it's an OTC pharmaceutical. And here I am, gosh, 15 years later, and we're in over 12,000 stores nationally. That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. So you use a special type of honey. Tell us about that. Well, um, I've always been into apitherapy. I think honeybees are fascinating. And there's a bunch of honeys around the world that we refer to as super honeys. They go above and beyond your average table honey. All honey has UPF, unique peroxide activity or factor. So you can eat uh, some honey and it has medicinal value. You can put it on a cut. It has medicinal value in, in that it's peroxide and enzymatic activity are medicinal. But some honeys like Manuka honey from New Zealand, there's something about the bees' saliva, their enzymes, all of the properties of the creation of the honey interacting with the unique properties of that plant. And then with Manuka, it's the tea tree that creates this super honey that has UMF factor, unique Manuka factor. So it's, it has this special ability to completely reverse antibiotic-resistant bacteria at the site of colonization. So for instance, if you've got a a wound, you're a diabetic and you have a a wound that's not healing and you become septic, if Manuka honey is strong enough because there's different grades, you can apply it to that wound and at the site of colonization, even though you have gone septic, it will inhibit the pathogen's ability to build a biofilm around itself. And all of a sudden it is again, vulnerable to your own immune system and any antibiotics you might be taking. So suddenly your body can get ahead of the infection because the honey has inhibited the pathogen's ability to colonize with the protective shell around itself. That's amazing. Isn't that great? Yes, that really is. And so I'm thinking, so the the average thought I'm sure about honey is that it's sticky. Mm -hmm. I know it's good for you, but it's very sticky. So how does that, um, as far as how you have it in your, your products, the Kobe, how is that inside the nose? Is it sticky? Is it something that, you know, people put in and then it, you know, you, it runs out or is it lubricated? How does that work with the, the nostrils? We don't adulterate it at all because that's one of the, one of the reasons I made the product was because every other honey product I found in the market was sort of watered down or had its viscosity changed in order to be a spray or something. And the moment you change thin honey out, you have to add chemicals to it to stabilize it. And when you do that, you destroy your nasal biome. And the moment you do that, you are more vulnerable to infection. So it all sort of defeats itself. 
And I was like, okay, how can we solve this problem? And the answer was leave well enough alone. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of times, yeah, a lot of times, you know, and and that's the thing that I think the whole world is dealing with now. You know, it's like you get used to something working or being the way it is. And next thing you know, somebody's done something to it. They've added something, subtracted something or tried to enhance it and, and actually, in essence, made it worse. You know, it's like it's, the effectiveness is gone. So I'm, I'm guessing that is the reason why you basically started your product line. And that's like the motivation behind what you've done was, was your daughter, were your father and then your daughter. Right. Because I, I wanted to utilize honey as a carrier for medicine and take advantage of the natural medicinal properties of honey. The U.S. does not allow us to recognize honey as medicine. So our honey is um, it's sort of like pasteurized, but it, it's, it's complicated. But, you know, finding the right blend of honeys is complicated and getting the honey just so is complicated because honey has so much yeast and mold naturally. So. Um, Anyway, yeah, so it, to me, it was just, it made perfect sense. Why are we embedding medicines and nasal sprays in huge amounts of saline using chemicals to stabilize it or using glycerin, which completely stuns the nasal cilia? Why aren't we doing that in delivering the medicine to the colonization site, which is your nose? Everybody thinks you get sick so easily through the air. You really don't. 99% of the time you touch your eyes, ears, nose, or mouth, and you have just given yourself cold or flu. Because even if you scratch your eyeball, it travels to the upper adenoid zone where it latches on and it sits dormant for one to 14 days before it even begins to pass its code to your cells. And then your cells do the dirty work of replicating that code. So the pathogen just sits there for one to 14 days. What if we could interrupt that process? What if we could lessen colonization load or prevent it from starting? And one of the key components of that is how healthy is your nasal biome? If you killed all the beneficial bugs in there and you've destroyed your moisture or your nose is dried out and crispy, it cannot do its job, which is to trap and prevent. So I like to think of my remedy. I tell kids all the time, I'm like, it's making super boogers for you. <laughs> <laughs> they understand that 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 resonates with kids and, and they they're not afraid to swab now because of COVID. So it's a really easy delivery system for moms. So what would be, I would say, your top three for those moms who have kids? And the funny thing is, it's not even always like the daycare age children. I mean, all the way up to preteen and, and teenage yeah. years, and probably when the kids have kids, you you need to, you know, kind of have these um, natural remedies. Mm -hmm. Fine to pass yeah. on. Yeah. What would be your top three? Because I was going to ask you, what would, in your opinion, how do people get sick? And you nailed it, you know, because we talked about that the other day. So, um, what would be your top three for those busy moms that um, have, uh, I would say, children that they're they're in their care? What would be your top three remedies, natural holistic remedies, for them to prevent a child from being sick, um, fever, those types of things? What would be your your take on that the number one thing I do when my kids are sick and and it still happens like once a year because they were on swim team and that's nothing but boogers and snot and, and spit disgusting it's like chlorine water yeah yeah it's disgust swim team is disgusting so they still catch things from time to time but uh, my top three go to the moment somebody looks a little peaky around the eyes which is how you can always tell with your kids when you look at them they look different 
um, is vitamin C. I go straight to powdered vitamin C in a juice or a smoothie. I go straight for the elderberry and I go straight for the cold be gone. I go swab at the colonization site, boost the immune system with the vitamin C and get the elderberry in there to help boost, you know, to fight things off if they're starting. Those are my three go-tos. I also love that remedy from, believe it or not, I know it's a competitor, but I don't care. But I love that remedy called, um, I always joke about the name because I can't pronounce it. It's like oscula colliculum. <laughs> you know the one I need to pronounce it. It's the orange box by Boyron and it's, it's homeopathic and into little sugar pellets. Look for the picture. You, you just go on the aisle and look for the picture. Yeah. It, and it's got an insane name that begins with an O and I love, that's a great remedy. And I love Boyron. They're fantastic. I have no problem saying what I love and what works because you know what, even though I'm in the same space as them on the shelves, all I care about is what gets my kid better fast. Yes. Yes. That's it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And if it just so happens to be somebody else's, it's somebody else's. Um, there are some good things out there. You know, these days, unfortunately, you have to read the label, take your glasses into the store. I've got them on every corner now. And, and you know, and read the label. If I can't bring it up close, I'm looking on my phone because mm -hmm. there's so many things that, you know, people slide in, like you mentioned about the glycerin earlier. They slide in little things that will, I would say, patch up one problem, put a band aid on it, and cause another problem. So you always kind of want to make sure that you know, you know, through and through, I always say, you know, we can pronounce it just like in our holistic body boutique, everything on our shelf can be pronounced, right? That's for, a, you know, that I laughed whenever I read that um, you, you know, started in your kitchen, because I tell people a lot of times whenever I'm doing things, it's like, you know, well, what made you do that? And how did you, do it? it was in my kitchen on the island. I, I started, you know, batching up some stuff in my kitchen, but it worked. And so that's the thing there. That's your space you know your space and you're creating what works for your family, for, you know, for, for um, your kids. And so that's the thing there. A lot of times, you know, even with like the vitamin C, that's like number one. Yeah. But remember when you get hit, you couldn't find vitamin C. It's like suddenly now everybody's trying to get their immune system up when this should be a building block continuously, not just when there's a world pandemic. Yeah, there's no one answer to all of it. It's an arsenal. You have to treat your medicine cabinet and I like to call it just your natural cabinet as an arsenal of all these different things that you are. And, but the one thing that I think is different about my products is nobody had addressed the nose as the source of colonization. Yeah. I don't yeah. say wash your hands, but I need more information than that. Why? And why are we pretending that fomite transmission hands to face is not actually the culprit in all of this? Why are we pretending that it's not the touching of a mask and then the mask brushing against that eye mucosal system, yes. which then yes. goes to the nose to colonize? Why are we pretending that's not a major big deal? If someone hands me my fork in a restaurant and they're touching the tines, I will not use that fork. Yes, yes. What? It's fomite, fomite, fomite. So another thing that I use that's a number one thing in my arsenal with moms, and this is going to sound crazy, is... um. When you adopt internationally, I guess it's not crazy, it's just complicated. When you adopt internationally, hormone disruption is a huge big deal. It can, the, the amount of um, the barrage of 
nutrition and hormones in the U.S. food system can cause precocious puberty at a child who has come from another country and then come here. They've come from malnourishment and deprivation to an overstimulation of hormone embedded foods, antibiotic fed meat, all of those things. And no matter how good you are, it sneaks in. So precocious puberty is a big risk. And it turns out one of the number one things to hormone disrupt is um, hand sanitizers with chemicals. So how does a mom fight the germs when your baby's touching the railing at Disney World and then licking their hands? What do you do? How do you fight that? Right? So for me, I go to my local uh, distillery and I regularly buy grain alcohol and I put it in little metallic metal spray bottles and I have sprayed, I spray my phones when we walk in the house. I, I do, we walk in the house, shoes well, off. I'm, 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 I'm laugh because I'm a, I'm a purse sprayer. You know, you go in the grocery store, you lay your purse up on the counter. You go into the store, you lay your purse up on the counter and then you're bringing it back into your space. Right. I, I designate indoor outdoor things. My husband has a baseball hat on his head at all times. We have now designated your skanky, you've been germed out of the house hat and you're in the house hat. We are like Mr. Robert Rogers who takes off the shoes at the door and that's us, right? But in my home, I do not overly sterilize. In my home, I treat it like I'm just Oh, twice a month. Like I'm not that good because I treat my home like your biome. Let your home be your biome and let your kids smooch the dog on the lips. But if that dog, hey, I grew up in the country. We, you know, had goats. So wow, for almost 13 years. Listen, that was my baby. I love her dearly, but it was because the things that I saw her do with her mouth, she was very meticulous and, and she was clean in a dog kind of way. She liked her little things organized. You know, they said they're like their owner. I, you know what? She, but it was the things yeah. that I yeah. saw her do when she was cleaning up with her mouth. It's like, no, we could never ever bond to that capacity. I mean, she'd go <laughs> with my hands and she kissed my feet. She kissed my, my, when she was happy, I knew she was kissing me. But she kissed my feet, she kissed my hand, but the face, all types of thoughts would come across my mind. It's like, no, I stopped her at an early age. I got her, she was eight inches. No, she, yeah, she was eight inches long and six weeks old when I got uh -huh. her. By the time she, yeah, she was 103 pounds and a broad, I mean, she's, she's big, but she was my baby. But it was just, psychological for me it was like oh no we can't do the smoochy smoochy that's I know it is gross I'm, I smooch my dog all the time but you know the thing that freaks me out when we were in the city visiting friends we were in a, a Boston and they took uh, their dog out for a walk on the street and then I saw a guy spit the dog stepped in it I saw a gum yeah. the dog ate someone's gum I'm like yeah. you let that dog in your house yeah. exactly exactly <laughs> But I will let my dog roll in the dirt and then come in and make out with her because I, I view earth germs as different from human germs, you know? I understand what you're saying. And it's just like when you were mentioning about the biome of the home. The thing is, and I think I mentioned that a lot during the height of COVID, I, I mentioned not I'm able to eloquently state it, but my point was to my guests, and it was primarily family because I really didn't let anybody in during that time. I said, you know, I'm used to my own germs. It's, it's my germs here in the house, you know? And so whenever you come, all I'm saying is basically, you know, let's 
kind of leave your things at the door and you start over on the inside because you've been out. I've not been out. I was in, I was working from home. Everything was remote. And it's like, I've not been out there. I even, you know, sent off for groceries. I didn't go out there much until it began to really kind of pan out some. And it's like, man, I have got to like go see people. Mm-hmm. But for me, um, none of the sneezing, none of the, the crazy, you know, hay fevers or things, you know, get my allergies going because I am allergic to cats, you know, the cat dander. Um, none of those things happen it, unless someone came in and didn't take those clothes off and like put on what we call like house clothes or something, lounging clothes. Um, even, you know, upstate when I was um, in Maryland, riding the metro back and forth to D.C. when I was in corporate America. The funny part was, you know, and that's what I thought about when you talk about the child licking the rails. I thought about the rails in the metro station. You know, it had gotten to a point and this wasn't a pandemic time. But for those of us who were mindful of the, the germs, the massive amounts of germs in that public transportation from your car to your front door of your job, what, you know, the nearest station to your job, um, you had to touch the rails. We would have plastic. Some people have plastic gloves. Some people would use their scarves because you become aware of those airborne germs and the ramifications of them. You become aware of, um, and yes, I became just completely freaked out. Um, you're sitting there. You don't know who was there before you. You've got this coat on. You go home and throw the coat on your bed. No. No. That's a hard no. No, we have, ind- when my kids come home, if they've just gone to, to with daddy in one of the vans, we have one of the vans we dedicate to just, you know, the family. And the other van is like, I pack teenagers into it and, you know, the other people. Right. So, um, so, but when they come in, if they've been with their buddies out and about, cause we're starting to live life more now, strip your little clothes off and put your naked butt in the shower. We're done. You're coming into our biome as a fresh start. And people don't seem to realize the number one things we bring into our home, believe it or not, shoes, keys, phone. So phone has to come in, right? So you clean that phone wash your hands, clean it again. And I just use grain alcohol or rubbing alcohol, the little squares, boom, 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 clean that phone. And then you are from that point forward, don't touch those keys again and keep those shoes out in the garage or the foyer. They don't come in. So that's just how I think that those little measures make a big, big difference. Yeah. That is awesome. That is awesome. So what's your take on elderberry? Elderberry. I love elderberry. And I got to tell you, there's in the US, believe it or not, an elderberry underground smuggling system. So, so one time, right? So it sounds crazy, but um, there's this, there's uh, the preacher's daughter is the name of the one in, in North Carolina where you like get online and she will ship you mason jars of her elderberry. Oh, really? Because these women don't have time to fiddle faddle with the FDA and all their rules, okay? They don't have the stomach for it. And I don't blame them now that everything I've been through. So you can, if you start looking in your own community within churches or within farmer's markets or the co-ops or the crunchy moms or the religious moms, somebody's doing elderberry somewhere and you can score yourself some, yeah. It's completely organic. Yeah, yeah. These are women that go into the forest to locate elderberry and then they make it the right way. And then you pop that sucker, you'll, your jar will be enormous and you will have paid $70 for this thick syrupy stuff. And they make the most beautiful homemade labels. The preacher's daughter one is so sweet. 
but put it in your freezer because it will ferment and then it's syrupy so you can scoop out what you need when you need it that is amazing i love it i love that so i love how women solve problems yes that is the thing we will work it out <laughs> yeah. we will work it out Jen, we will work it out we will work it out that is awesome that is awesome so what would be your key takeaways um as far as like today's conversation what would be your key takeaways something that you would really strongly advise our listening audience to adhere to or to consider doing I would tell them to, well, I'd ask them to try my product, give it a try. I do a money back guarantee. You can find us at cold be gone and that's B with two E's like a bumblebee. And to pay attention to, I feel like I want to empower people that you don't have to get sick all the time. I'm tired of being afraid. This, I have put 15 years of mom level OCD into this. So you can trust that I did the, you know, I went all in on this problem. So please give it a shot. Um, and if you don't love it, I completely understand because it's not for everybody and what's right for you is not right for me. But um, to give us to take a stab at that. And the other thing would be um, to treat your home. I'm so big about that home biome thing to really treat your home as a safe bubble, but not don't think of it as becoming OCD like me or becoming a germaphobe. We are germophiles. We are just experts in our field of germ avoidance because the world has changed dramatically. It's no longer we go to the market square day and we see the same 400 people every two weeks. We are now touching surfaces that 5,000 other people touch in the same day. So that's a lot of challenge to your family's wellness. Yeah, so to think of it, think of it in a new way. There's a lot we can do about it. We don't have to be afraid anymore. That's wonderful. That is absolutely wonderful. So the busy woman's question of the day Mm-hmm. for your balance. I know you've got a lot going on having a product out for that long, balancing with the teenage kids and all their activities. What is your level of balance? What do you do to unwind, to decompress? <laughs> it's going to sound so... Oh, you come up with something. Come up with something. No, because yeah. I know exactly what it is, but it sounds, it's, it's so revealing. My oh, thing is I DVR, this is so basic. I DVR my favorite show. And when all those people are asleep and gone to bed, I, I just get headphones on and I get lost in that hour of awesome trashy TV. And then after that, I turn off electronics. That's my treat. That is something I give myself. And then I turn off that blue light and I cut myself off for the day because I've discovered that that blue light before bed is destroying because you're so, you're so overstimulated by your family that you just get lost in this trying to turn it all off. So that's my big thing is give myself that one hour of trashy TV and then cut myself off from electronics every night. It's wonderful, but it's something. It is something that you use to decompress. I love that. Um, I did um, a segment at one point about the detox, the digital detox. Um, yeah. A lot of people do not know the damage and what is going on. It's like, get the phone. I say it everywhere. Somebody will listen. Please take the phone out of your bed. And then you're wondering why you can't sleep. You don't understand. There's still like active. That's another whole conversation. Activities in the phone and those radio frequencies. And you're wondering why you can't get a good night's sleep. Period. Yes, period. I'll leave airplane, it there. Airplane mode. Airplane yeah. mode. In these yeah. do not exist in my children's bedrooms. Everything is airplane mode. And I unplug my Wi-Fi at night. I go physically unplug it. That means yeah. we burn through about a router a year because they're intolerant of that, but I don't care. 
Well, you're doing what's best for your family. Tell people how to get in contact with you if they want to find your products, which are all over the place. Mm -hmm. Tell them how to get well, they can find us all, you know, CVS, um, Winn-Dixie, uh, Fresco Amos. We're all, we're all over the place now, but the best place to find me is the website, www.coldbegone.com or buzzagogo.com. And please hit me up on Instagram. I love it when moms do little videos. I will send you a freebie bottle if you'll do a little video of me because that's the best word of mouth because I only trust when I see another mom automatic trust for me because I know that women we don't play when it comes to our kids no not at all on no day at all ever absolutely right. absolutely I've enjoyed this I have so enjoyed it I knew I was going to enjoy it I have enjoyed this so I'm letting me just be me yeah, absolutely that's the the best authentic you is to be yourself I have enjoyed this so much we will definitely have you on again. We're going to explore this topic again, but for now, I'll see you next time. Thank you again for tuning in to Complete Wellness with Cindy, the Busy Woman's Cheerleader. Follow me on social media at Busy Woman's Cheerleader. <laughs> Remember, together we write our stories, share our journeys, create memories, and leave our marks in history. Until next time, peace, blessings, and joy be multiplied to you. Ta-ta.